my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. What up, ladies, and happy Thanksgiving if you are listening to this live or in the vicinity of when this is being released. I wanted to do this bonus podcast episode, doing two episodes this week instead of just one, because I actually wanted to start a self-love series on Instagram, but for whatever reason, whenever I went live for the first 10 or 15 minutes, it was clear, but then the audio would start jumping and it didn't matter if I reset the modem. It didn't matter if I turned off my phone and restarted it. Um, it was just not in the cards. And so I decided to put it out as a podcast episode for anyone who may need it. Um, anyone who may find it helpful. And as my first of many, special surprises and holiday gifts that I have for ladies in my, in my audience. So let's talk about it. So the name of this episode, as you can see from the title is self-love is the best love. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. And the reason why I wanted to start off with this series um, this week was because it is the holidays and it is a time of year where it is very easy for us to focus on all the other things versus us, right? Like this, this is what is in the air. This is what you're going to hear a lot of resources on because it is a foundational truth that focusing on our relationship with ourselves is the best gift we can give to us and to other people. So in this episode, this mini episode, I'm going to talk about three reasons why self-love is the best love. Now, the first point I'm going to make to talk about this is kind of a provocative statement. So I'm telling you that ahead of time. Don't worry. I'm going to wrap it back around to something that might be a little bit more approachable, but it's going to sound like what? Oh my goodness. What does that even mean? So pre-warning. So the first reason is it is okay for you to be the center of your universe. It is okay for you to be the center of your world. Provocative, right? That's like contradictory to everything that we have been taught about what what it means to be healthy and balanced. But let me tell you why I'm saying that. And what the context of how this thought could be a healthy and healing thought in relation to our trauma. And I say that intentionally to contradict 
the phrase that we most often hear in regards to this, which is you are not the center of the universe. There are other people who exist in the world and and it's meant to be and it's I mean it's a really healthy phrase to have it's meant to be just a constant reminder that the world is bigger than what you see in front of you however for those of us who are healing from trauma for for those of us who are just just now learning how to esteem ourselves to trust our inner voice to unlearn the patterns of prioritizing what other people think and feel and want above us we actually we are actually not going to tend towards being really selfish, which is what our biggest fear is, because maybe there has been a consequence attached to that, or maybe there's been abandonment or rejection anytime we've tried to stand up for ourselves, or at least just have our own sense of thoughts. So for those of us who are, who lean more in that direction, our biggest fear is being too much, but you're really not going to do that. If you actually start to lean more into trusting yourself, you're actually going to become more balanced because you're so extreme on the other side of the spectrum, which is being more meek and not trusting yourself. So with that said, why am I saying something that seems pretty self-centered, right? To say that you are the center of your universe. Well, that's because I want you to get to a place where you think that it is safe for you to be the center of your focus. For many of you, it is not safe for you to look at yourself until you've looked at everybody else, until you've made sure everybody else is okay, until you've made sure that your boundaries are palatable to what other people need, which is kind of a playoff my previous episode for this week, talking about the family support plan. We have filtered all of our desires, whether or not they are okay, whether or not other people give us permission to just show up for ourselves. And we got to stop that. We have to say my desires and what I need and what I am asking for are just as important. And when we make ourselves the focus of our world, we actually take back control that we have given to other people. So you may have heard the phrase before, but it's called having an external locus of control when we're constantly looking for outside situations or other people to do the right thing, to apologize, to be fair, for us to just catch a break, for the direct deposit to hit when we need it to hit. We're constantly looking at things outside of us that really we don't have any control over. And sometimes we make up in our head that we do have control. That's why we will try to push people to do what we want them to do or to stay in the relationship or to... um be level-headed or get the narcissist to think logically and just see everything that you've done to try to make the relationship work. And we just keep giving our power and our peace away to other people, waiting for them to acquiesce with our requests. And we need to shift to having an internal locus of control. We need to shift towards saying, okay, if I am 100% responsible for how I feel and the next steps I want to take, Where do I go from here? And, you know, we'll have to talk about this in another podcast episode. But whenever I say that for those of us who struggle with maybe some legitimate things that are happening in our life that are just stressful or years worth of low self-worth, that can be a really defeating statement versus empowering to hear someone say, you're in 100% control because it's like, well, damn, I've been trying my whole life. Like what, what more can I try? Right? What more can I do? I'm at the end of my rope. And actually me looking outside of me was probably the 
the last bits of strands of of promise that I had, because maybe if I can get that to change, like that seemed like that was the final shift because working within me wasn't enough, right? But it really is you. You are the answer. You have all of the answers you need inside of you. You are freaking Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz going all around the world looking for the wizard and the scarecrow and the good witch and all these people to help you when you done had these ruby red slippers on you the whole time, right? And sometimes, sometimes part of our journey does have to involve, for those of you who might be like, well, what now I feel bad about wasting time. Sometimes part of your journey does have to include you trying all of these different things, all of these different people, all these different avenues for you to exhaust yourself through that process to finally come to believe, wait, maybe I am enough. And wait, maybe I can trust my voice. And wait, maybe I can trust me, right? Dorothy, you know, if the good witch told her at the beginning, hey, all you got to do is click your heels, she would have been like, who, what, what shoes, these? All right, girl, while you talk about that, let me go over here, right? Like she had to go on that journey. She wasn't open to taking, taking that feedback. And so when you arrive to a place where you're open to saying, maybe, maybe what the, the things people have told me my whole life aren't true. Or maybe these secret insecurities that I have that I actually think are are fact that I just haven't had the courage to push against because I'm afraid what if I try to push against it and I find out that it's actually real. Maybe they're not real. Like you, you have to take those steps. You have all the answers you need inside of you. You need to be the center of of your locus of control. If that is too triggering of a word or a phrase for you to be the center of your universe, you need to be the center of your decision making. And if that's too triggering for you, sorry, not sorry, because if you are not healthy, if you are not making your decisions out of a place of abundance and wholeness, it doesn't matter how giving or compassionate or uh, servant hearted you're trying to be, you're going to be giving at a deficit. You're going to be giving out of a place of, um, of lack. And these people that you're trying to give to are going to be watching that. They're going to be watching you live in love deprivation. They're going to be watching you, um, sacrifice too much, right? And if they're your children, unless they have someone else come and contradict that model or get into therapy themselves, you are serving as a template for how to overwork and overexhaust yourself, right? Or um, give past what is comfortable and deny yourself. And so they could be in danger of growing up to be people who do not know how to have healthy boundaries for themselves and other relationships and personal endeavors and the career path, you know, fill in the blank, you know, all the places that you may have had to struggle with this if what I'm saying applies to you. So you learning how to take care of you is the number one option. That is your best first step. Okay. The second reason why self-love is the best love is because it affects how we see other people. So I was sharing in the Instagram live, I actually had to... (laughs) I tried to record it three times. Shout out to the ladies who showed up at all of them and were like, come on, internet, come on, (laughs) like (laughs) trying to lay hands on the Wi-Fi. But I told this story a few times, Um, but I watched a a TikTok slash reel because you know how people will repost their TikToks onto reels, um, just a double duty, um, uh, multi-purpose it. 
But this lady on on Reels was like, what people think about you doesn't really matter. And the story that she shared to illustrate this point was if I were to ask a thousand people what they think about you, all a thousand people will have a completely different set of beliefs and um, expectations and judgments of you ranging from positive to negative. And it doesn't matter who you are or how you show up. All a thousand people will say different things. And that's because people are viewing you through their own life experiences, through their own traumas, through their own perspectives, through their own insecurities. So who you are will bring up different things in their experience, but it has nothing to do with you. It has all the thing, all to do with whether or not they had a stepmom who has the same tone of voice that you have. And so they have an instant connection to that, whether or not that's a positive one or a negative one. It has everything to do with whether or not they have an insecurity about their body shape. And so seeing you and your body shape, whether or not they're aware of it or not. Well, hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, trigger either acceptance of you or rejection of you or being intimidated by you, which will color their complete experience of you. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. 
My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. And so when we live our life trying to earn or measure up or trying to use the feedback of other people for whether or not we need to improve or grow or change, then we are constantly going to be left behind. We're constantly going to be running a race that we cannot catch up with because how people feel about us is all about them. And it's not in a deflective, like, I don't care about you. I'm not open to feedback and being um, shut off and egotistical. It truly is an understanding that everyone has their own issues they have to work through. And it doesn't matter how you show up if they're not ready for that, if they don't want to see that, if they don't have their own self-awareness, it's going to stay the same no matter what, right? So the way that this relates to you is if you have a lower sense of self-worth or if you have insecurities or doubts or if you have things that you haven't worked through, that is the filter that you are going to see other people. That is the filter that you are going to trust or not trust other people. That is the filter that you are going to um, be open and kind or take a while to, to let people in or attached to some people quickly or push other people away. And it has nothing to do with their personality, but actually how you feel about other people who is a value, whether or not you're a value when you're around people like them, whether or not you're worth more, whether or not you're worth less and all the things that go along with it. Right. So the way that you make sure that you do not um, unfairly discriminate or push people away or be too cut off or be overly attached to people who are toxic and recreate your trauma is to work on your own self-love. That is the best way for you to be available, love available for all the people that you want and need to be there for all the opportunities that you want. How many of y'all have kind of psyched yourself out? or talk yourself out of a particular opportunity, whether or not it was like a, an audition, audition at school growing up or um, trying out for something as an adult. Like what do people try out for adults? Like if you have some kind of skill or talent or contest, or if you're an artist putting your stuff in um, to a gallery, um, singing an, a real song uh, on the stage that's not a karaoke stage, <laughs> like all of that, right? We're, once we work on us, the world opens up to us. So that is step number two or reason number two why self-love is the best love because it gives you access to everything you truly desire when you're healthy on the inside. And then the third reason why self-love is the best love is because you are your most long-term relationship. You're your most um, important relationship. Sometimes we mistake the fact that because we live in our bodies and we live in our skin and we can see our face in the mirror, um, if we are seeing um, people with the ability to have sight, we, we take for granted that because we exist in our skin, that we are in relationship with ourselves. And that is not true at all. So many of us are numb when it comes to what we feel in our body. So many of us have disassociated from actually seeing ourselves and being in touch with our figure and being in touch with our curves and being in touch with our stretch marks and being in touch with our skin color. 
and our hair texture or whatever else because of any other um, shame or self-hate or implicit bias that has been taught or um, hinted at to us throughout our entire lifetime. And so just because you're in your skin, just because on the other extreme, for those of us who may live in deprivation, those of us who really accentuate how we look or how we show up because we really do have low self-worth and we feel like we have to show up in a certain way to be enough. Um, you know where you are on the spectrum and you know what your insecurities are. It is, it is imperative that in our healing journey, we learn how to see and esteem ourselves just for being who we are and learning how to love ourselves in that. So many of us have tried this process before. Many of us have kind of think that we are there, but there's still this underlying nag and ache that is there and it's kind of tugging at us. And some, sometimes we have worries for it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes the ache really is just saying, I don't feel enough or what's wrong with me or I'm broken. And maybe sometimes, as I've mentioned in the podcast before, we're not even aware of it because we're spending so much time distracting ourselves, accomplishing the next thing, accumulating things, filling our life with all the things that we know is just that last missing piece, but we got a lot of, we got a lot of pieces around us and, um, we're still, we're still vibing for more. We're still vying for more. Um, that's what I meant to say, even though, you know, we could be vibing for more, you know, <laughs> but you get what I mean. And so sometimes, you know, a clue to whether or not this is an issue for you to work on is whenever you might be redirected to focusing on yourself and just loving yourself, it's like, ugh, me? Okay, I guess I'll do that. Like, there's no excitement. There's no joy. Like, it sounds like really weird or um, corny or just lacking. Like, it feels like there's something more rich and um, nourishing to focus on getting someone else to love us or being loved by somebody else. Like that's the better relationship than the relationship with ourselves. And that's how, you know, you don't really know who you are in a way. Right. Um, and pay attention to that in a way, because I want to qualify that many of us have, have probably spent a lot of time working on ourselves, but it sounds like there might be this last corner of you truly enjoying how wonderful and amazing you are how funny you are, how insightful you are, how, how patient you are, how creative you are, how, how loyal you are and you learning how to give to yourself the benefits of all of those things. Right. And for your relationship with you to be the most ultimate and nourishing one, because that's the only one that you can take with you. That's the one that you've had from day one. And if we've learned messages that have esteemed other relationships outside of us, or we are measured against whether or not we are loved or accepted or connected to other people, or for my avoidant ladies, uh, we don't even go there. We just shut down all that other stuff because this is, I ain't got time to worry about that right now. And you focus on the external factors um, that help you feel safe. Then, then this is the work that we have to do, right? This, this is where, Coming back to my previous point, by focusing on self-love and the love for ourselves, everything that we're actually wanting, all the peace, all of the security, all of the (sighs) exhales that we're waiting to have when we we arrive at this um, predestined place that we have in our head, it all starts with us. 
And we can have it at any moment, no matter who is there and who is not there. And if you don't know how to get there, starting with you, um, taking steps towards you on that yellow brick road is where you need to go. Don't worry about us. Look, look for the road back to you. Okay. So I hope that this mini episode benefited those who needed it. Um, again, shout out to those of you who helped me down on Instagram. I hope I'm gonna try to go live again. Um, <laughs> this week. So hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I will have had another, some other, you know, live lessons that I share on Facebook and Instagram for those of you who join me on social media under my belt. And if not, we are still a few days, we still have a few days left for our Black Friday sales. One of the things that I'm selling is our self-love focus bundle, which if you really loved what I talked about today, that would be the best next step for you. So in this um, mini bundle, it is I'm breaking down the lessons of how to focus on loving yourself in the areas of your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors, and treating that as a formula to kind of operationalize, which means to take something that feels very abstract to break it down into actual steps and processes um, for for you to use. And so it's one of my many M-I-N-I options for you to go ahead and get started and, um, you know, get access to it immediately and all that stuff. And if you're like, that sounds great. Will I learn more about this stuff in our main program, which is the recovery school, which opens doors next week. Yay. We start enrolling for next week. The answer is absolutely yes. We spend months teasing this out, figuring out what this means for you, looking at the roots, showing up in your relationships, redefining your um, external locus of control to be more internally focused and creating the life and relationships that you want. That is what we do there. Um, as you have heard me, t- heard my students talk about here on the podcast, um, um, in their own words. So, and, um, they come on here for free. I don't give them anything. I don't bribe them. <laughs> they come out of here out of the goodness of their heart and out of, um, appreciation for what this program has given to them. So, um, if you want to just wait off to enroll in that, since we'll be starting in the next few weeks, you can go ahead and do that as well. But if you're interested in the self-love focus bundle for Black Friday, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash Black Friday. And if you're interested in the recovery school, you can go to the recoveryschool.com slash waitlist and be added to the waitlist or, you know, just go to enroll after December 1st, between December 1st and December 30th. Totally up to you. So that is it for now. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday break. If you're listening to this live or that this hit the spot wherever you are, if you're listening to this in the future, I am sending you love. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.